Learn Persian with Chaya and Conversation, Lesson 64. Hello and welcome to Lesson 64 of Learn Persian with Chaya and Conversation. In this lesson, we're going to conclude our language lesson for Sohrab Sepehri's Dar Golestane. To begin, we're going to hear the full poem as recited by my aunt Farnos. If you've been listening to us up to this point, you should have an understanding of most of the words in this poem, which is pretty exciting. مهربانی هست، سیب هست، ایمان هست. آری تا شقایق هست، زندگی باید کرد. در دل من چیزی هست، مثل یک بیشی نور، مثل خواب دم صبح. و چنان بیتابم که دلم میخواهد بدوم تا ته دشت، بروم تا سر کو. دورها است. So, like we said before, we've been going a bit out of order with learning the vocab in this poem, and that is because the last section is going to cover language that mirrors the beginning of the poem. If you remember our discussion with Fadi in Lesson 61, he made the observation that Sohrab Sepehri in this poem begins with some strong imagery. He places us in a certain place. Well, at the end of this lesson, he circles back around to this very same place, but he's taken us through this journey and gotten us to the conclusion that he wants us to be at uh, through this journey, through nature and through the place that we were in in the beginning. And in this case, he wants us to start in this golestane, in a place of flowers, and he describes what we see and what we smell. So let's listen to that part, the very first part of this poem. دشت هایی چه فراخ، کوهایی چه بلند، در گلستانه چه بوی علفی می آمد. So this imagery gets repeated in the end of the poem, like we said, but you're in, you're in a different place when you reach that point, uh, even though you're physically in the same place in the poem. So let's go over the language that is repeated, and that is two things you see often in nature. One is dashed. And remember when I say a word, uh, you repeat it, even though there's not anyone here repeating it after me. So I'm pausing after I say a word so that you can repeat it. So again, dashed. And that means open fields. Dashed. The second is ku. And ku means mountains. Ku. So these are two very different things that you see in nature, mountains and fields. So the word dashed by itself is singular, so field. When he opens the poem, Sepedi says dashed hoi. So this refers to fields, plural and grand. So the fields so wide, dashed hoi chifarach. Not just one wide field. So you're in a place where you're surrounded by open fields. And so again, open is what farach means. In this context, it means wide. So a wide open field. Farach. And the last word in that phrase, dashtoi che farach, is che. And that simply means what. 
So he's saying, what wide fields. Dashthoi chifarach. So in this Golestane, in this place of flowers he is at, there are such wide fields. What wide fields? Dashthoi chifarach. Next, he echoes this sentence by saying, Kuhoi chiboland. Now you should know that ku is mountain and kuhoi is mountains, plural. Kuhoi. And boland simply means tall. Boland. So kuhoi chiboland. What tall mountains? Kuhoi chiboland. So by stating it this way, Sepehdi is really showing his awe at these elements of nature in the Golestane. Okay, moving on, the next sentence. Hopefully you remember Dar Golestane because it's the name of this poem and we've said it a couple times in this lesson already. So Golestane is the place of flowers. Golestane. And Dar means in. Dar. So, Dar Golestane, in the place of flowers, the title of the poem. Dar Golestane. We also hear Buye Alafi. So, let's break that down. The word Bu by itself means smell. Bu. And Alaf is the word for grass or more specifically of weeds. So, Buye Alaf here means the smell of grass. Buye Alaf. So, che buye alafi miomad. Che buye alafi miomad. We covered che before. It means what? Che. And that leaves us with miomad. So, umadan is the Persian word for to come. So, it's the infinitive. Miomad means there was coming. So, it's in the past. Miod means comes. So it's a past continuous form, was coming. Miomad. And so in the place of flowers, there was such a, there was coming such a smell of grass, is the literal translation. So let's say this whole part together. Dargolestane, chebuye alafi miomad. Now, because this is try in conversation and we learn conversational language, I do want to note here that usually in conversational, you will say miomad as miumad. So it's just a slight difference, miomad versus miumad. A lot of Persian words have this where it's written a certain way and you just say it differently and you just have to memorize that and know it when you're speaking in conversation. So in conversation, this sentence would be dargolestane. But we're reading poetry here, and for the flow of the poem, he has it as the formal version, which is Okay, let's hear my aunt read those three opening lines again. And hopefully you got all of that. And now let's go to the last part of the poem that we're learning. 
بدوم تا ته دشت بروم تا سر کو دورها آوایی است که مرا میخواند Now this part contains quite a bit of language that's more poetic and formal than conversational so we'll go over how it's said in the poem and how you would say this in conversation since we're still going to work on our conversational language anyway so the first part بچنان بیتابم که دلم میخواهد That is a simple word that means and. You hear this all the time in the Persian language. Va. Then, chinon bitabam. Bitab is the word for restless or impatient. So, bitab. And bitabam means I am restless. Bitabam. Chinon is the word you wouldn't often hear in conversation. It's a dramatic way of saying so or how. How restless am I? I'm so restless. Chinon bitabam. In conversation, you would probably just shorten it to che, meaning how. Che bitabam. And that means the same thing. I'm so restless. Che bitabam. Chinon is a bit more dramatic and, like we said, a little too formal for conversation. So chinon bitabam versus just che bitabam or even cheli bitabam. I am very restless. But let's say it as it's said in the poem, which is Chenon bitabam. And you can hear in the poem, this sounds a lot nicer. Chenon bitabam. It's so dramatic, so poetic. So again, Vachenon bitabam. The next part, Kedelam michahad. This is another phrase you wouldn't say like this in conversation. So let's break it down. Ke means that. Ke. And del is the word for heart. Del. So delam is my heart. Delam. And michahad is the word for wants. Michahad. Ke delam michahad. Now the part that is not conversational is that in conversation you would simply say Kedilam michad. So michahad becomes michad. Michad. In the poem, with the rhythm, it worked better to have the written formal version of the word, michahad. But again, no one talks that way. So delam michahad becomes delam michad in conversation, but not in this poem. So let's hear the full line again. Kedilam michahad. And again, let's repeat. Kedilam michahad. And now let's repeat the full line together. Vachenon bitabam kedelam michahad. And I'm so restless that my heart wants to, and let's listen to the very last part that we haven't covered yet that says what his heart wants to do. Bedavam to tahedasht, beravam to sareku. Now, two words here should be very familiar to you. The first is dashed, and what does that mean? And hopefully you remember from the beginning of this lesson that it means field, dashed. And the last is the word ku. What does that mean? And hopefully you remembered that ku means mountain. Ku. So first he says, bedavam to tahedashed. Tahedashed means the edge or the end of the field. 
Tah is the word for end or edge, and tahidasht means end of the field. Tahidasht. So the word ta, ta tahidasht, simply means until or to. Ta. So ta bedavam, ta tahidasht. Bedavam is the last word that we haven't covered yet, and it's another word that's different written versus spoken. Bedavam is the formal version of the first-person conjugation for to run. Bedavam. So bedavam to tahedasht means to run to the end of the field in first person. Bedavam to tahedasht. In conversation, bedavam would be bedoam. Bedoam. And this is the thing about Persian. It just changes up all these words in conversation. That's what makes conversational Persian very difficult to learn and what makes our podcast unique. Outside of poetry and written Persian, no one actually says, Bidovam, but for some reason, most sources still teach it that way. But anyhow, in the poem, the full line is, Bidavam, to tahidasht, which means to run to the end of the field. In the next line, Beravam to sareku. Beravam to So sad is the word for head. Sar. So sareku is the head of the mountain, meaning the top of the mountain. Sareku. And similarly, beravam is the written formal version of to go. Beravam. In conversational speech, this gets shortened to beram. So, beravam to sareku. And in conversation, it would be beram to sareku. So, let's listen to my aunt read this last part once more. Beravam to tahedasht, beravam to sareku. So as you can hear, it's just saying, I'm so restless that my heart wants to run to the end of the field and go to the top of the mountain. And that's it for this series on the poem Dar Golestone by Sohrab Seperi. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, one of my favorite poems. Next lesson, we're going to start in on another very popular Persian poet, and that is Rumi. And we will have Fadid back with us on Lesson 65 to cover this beautiful Rumi poem. And like this series, we will first talk to Fadid, and then I will be with you by myself going over the vocabulary, making sure that we understand all the individual words and phrases. And if you have any comments or suggestions, please do send them to us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.